Welcome to the Why Woman Podcast Show, a dynamic way for you to get the life and business success tips from industry leaders around the world who have been there and done that and are walking their walk. We know you're busy, so it's a fluff and puff-free zone so you get what you need to succeed quickly so you can implement it straight away. Your hosts today are Why Woman Shah Moore and Rani Pathaks. Warning women with weak bladders should not listen to our show, okay? Or don't operate heavy machinery. You've been warned, darlings. Let's go. Well, another brilliant addition to our 14-day launch lineup is the Hollywood movie star Curic Ashley. Welcome to the Why Woman podcast show, Curic. Uh, thanks for having me. Great. Before we get started, let me tell our listeners a little bit about you. Kurek is considered to be one of the most in-demand, first-class speakers and sought-after success coaches in the world. He is recognised as one of the premier experts in personal and professional development, self-discovery and peak performance. For over 30 years, Fortune 500 companies and major corporations around the world, such as Apple, Seagate, Schwarzkopf, Western Hotels, the Australian Royal Air Force and Carlton United Brewery, hire Curic to teach them the tactical skills and strategies, success strategies that have produced all inspiring results. His list of private clients include Hollywood film and TV stars, movie directors, producers, cinematographers, a quintuple platinum rock band, hit music composers, top business leaders, oil executives in Kuwait, Olympic gold medalists, professional athletes and sports teams, and the list goes on and on and on. Anthony Robbins says, Curic, you are truly the embodiment of the word outstanding. Curic, we are so excited to be chatting with you today. Thank you for giving us your time. Oh, I'm honoured that you asked me, and it's uh, always a pleasure to work with you, Sean. Oh, fantastic, Curic. So being the why woman, of course, the first question that I have to ask is why do you do what you do, and how does it impact the world in a positive way? Well, sure. Um, money has never inspired me. That's probably why I make money. It's because it's not what I'm really driven for. I, I was built to do what I do. Uh, I've kind of done it since high school. Uh, I, you know, in school I used to have little conferences in the hallway talking about going after your goals and dreams and and the rest of those things. And that's really why I became an actor because I thought if I got famous, um, people would want to hear me speak. But the challenge was is that in the movies I played bad guys and nobody really wanted to hear my story. (laughs) I had to uh, change my approach and my strategy and I gave up the movie industry after 23 years and 38 films later and all that stuff. And, um, you know, it's really a ripple effect, though, you know, what you do with people when you work with them because, um, you know, my book being a bestseller and all the rest Mm. of these things is that I get these profound comments from people on Facebook or emails or phone calls or you bump into somebody in the airport that how something you've done has affected their life and how there was a fork in the road and they chose a different path and it's quantumly uh, different of a life for them after that so it's I think I have the best job in the world 
Oh, that's brilliant. And, you know, I've known you for a number of years and, and I just love watching people out there living their why, living their true purpose and just watching doors open for you left, right and centre and also hearing the ripple effect of when you've spoken for our Why Network events, hearing people come up afterwards or even at the next event just saying how much of a profound impact you've had on their life. And it could have been just by you sharing your story and being so authentic, which is your style, and it's incredible that when we do live our why, live our purpose and step into our flame, it's amazing how many people we can impact around the world. Well, you know, one person actually can change the planet. Um, you know, I mean, why does it have to be a Gandhi or a, yes. you know, uh, or, or Jesus or whatever? I mean, mm. by the way, Jesus said in John, I'm not a religious person, mm. I just study. Mm. You know, I'm a spiritual person. Jesus said, "Even the least among us can do all that I have done, and even greater things." Mm. So we all have that power. It's just about stepping into it. And you know, you don't really have to be a, a famous person or like mm. I have a, a professional, a public profile. But you don't have to be that person. I mean, there's a. Um, I, I won an award from my high school a couple years ago, Distinguished Alumni Hall of Fame, and some of the other recipients. One of them is a United States astronaut who fixed a Hubble telescope in space, and you know, doctor was a front runner for cancer research, and then me. And it all came because there was a woman who contacted me, and she said, you know, in school, nobody would even know I existed. You know, I didn't even know I existed because I was the fat girl that nobody talked to, mm. except for you. And you always gave me a hug, and you always had a smile, and you always said, if there's anything I can do for you. And, you know, um, and so, you know, here I was, just a kid in high school, making mm. a difference in life. You don't even realize the impact of that until later on, you know, 35 years later, I get a phone call and she was the one who nominated me for the award. Oh, isn't that lovely? And that's the thing, you just don't know when you're living in your power, your true power, as you said, and really owning it, uh, the difference you're making. Your topic today, uh, you've got here, the one about the glue and you. Tell us more about that. Well, what, you know, sure, one of the most disempowering things that human beings have a, a habit of doing is they tell their their stories you know they want to tell their life story about all their drama you know and mm. um, but the truth is there's not much life in their story there's just story mm. because it's not the truth it's just an edited interpretation of what happened and you know drama gets people's attention so as an example Tony Robbins had a TV show on a couple years ago. It lasted two episodes and was canceled. Gary Springer has been on, you know, 25 years. Hmm. Uh, Dr. Phil has been on like 15 years. But that's because they're not really trying to help people. They're just loaded with drama. Hmm. And so the glue that we're talking about, I call it drama glue, is because whenever you tell your disempowering stories, you get stuck in your story, that it becomes your reality. And all you know, so I'm an abused person. I was abused. I was raped. I was this. I'm I'm a drug addict. I'm a, and you get stuck in that story. Um, but the truth is, you can tell the a whole other side of the story because you know the law of polarity says that everything has to have opposite sides to it. Hmm. That's why I always say it's never too late to have a great childhood. You know, <laughs> so many people complain about how bad their childhood was instead of talk about the stories that were great about your childhood and the fun that you had and the adventures that you had because that's what you'll wind up remembering and feeling and you'll be free of the glue, the drama glue that keeps you stuck in that old story of being a victim in this example. But also you'll notice, Charles, that we all have friends that are like that and then we get stuck listening to their story. Mm -hmm. 
Very, very true. And it is interesting you say that. And I've heard you speak a number of times and every time you impact impact me in a different way. And, and as you know, we all learn from each other and it's, we all have a backstory and, and yours is incredible. I have one. A lot of people we both know, everyone has one. And you're right, it's all about how do we change that and make it more about the reality and, and our life today and how do we go from, you know, the victim to victorious. So uh, one of the questions I'd love to know, uh, if you had 60 seconds with someone in an alleyway and it was a life or death kind of situation and they just wanted to know what do you do, Kurik, how would you summarise that? Uh, well, I teach personal and professional development, and I help people fulfill their dreams by getting them to first, uh, you know, change the way they communicate with each themselves, which the quality of our life is determined by the quality of our communication, mm. and wherever your head goes, your body follows. So it's really about learning how to communicate with yourself differently, because then you communicate differently with others, and that's when your life changes. Oh, brilliant. Fantastic. Love it. Okay. And what are some of the, the common lies and myths about achieving success in the entrepreneurial world today? You've had an incredible uh, success story and you've had your ups and downs, but what do you think some of the common lies or myths out there in the marketplace today? Well, the biggest one is that, you know, success happens for special people. <laughs> um, success is not biased or prejudiced to anybody. Everybody has equal potential. Mm. I mean, if you think about it, you know, we all know who Helen Keller is, you know, and mm. she was deaf, blind, and dumb. Mm. And, you know, here it is 100 years later from since her birth, and you still remember her. Well, if she can make it to be successful and, and known in this example, then anybody can. Mm. It's just about the people who are willing going to put it into action. So, you know, knowledge is not power. Knowledge with action is. Yes. Um, Calvin Coolidge, uh, one of the presidents of the United States, he said that the world is full of educated derelicts, which really means that everybody knows what to do, but most people aren't doing what they know. Mm. And so it, it's probably the thing that cripples people the most is they just think, well, I'm not special. I'm just a normal person. I'm just a housewife. I'm just a you know, a guy from Australia or whatever it is, and mm. like, but if you look around the world, I mean, we've had we've got a black president of the United States. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, Michael Jordan didn't make the varsity basketball team in school, but only to become the best basketball player on the planet. Mm. Um, you know, so we all have equal potential. And again, it's a story that I'm not special, or that you know, I don't have that special chromosome or mm. 13 zodiac sign that I was born on. <laughs> Anybody. And it's all about losing that I'm just a. If we just remove that from our frame of reference and our languaging, it, it opens it up to everybody because you're right, we all have equal powers, equal gifts, equal unique talents that make us us. Just remove the I'm just a. It leads me nicely into the next question, uh, which is at what point did you realise that what you are doing now was really your true purpose in life, your why? What was your turning point? Yeah, it's okay. As you know, Shar, I was in, and when I was doing a Chuck Norris picture in the Philippines um, back in 1989, mm. I was involved in a helicopter crash where five of my friends died. And uh, my best friend, Mike, died in my arms. He was 29 years old. And for a couple of years, my life went into a dark tailspin, uh, drugs and drinking and cigarettes and suicide attempts and the rest of those things. And finally, when I came out of it, um, 
you know, here I was coaching and helping people build their movie careers, and yet I really wasn't that driven to build mine. I was actually having more fun working behind the camera than I was in front of the camera, even though I kept saying I was an actor and all that stuff. <laughs> and so I asked myself, why did I ever become an actor? Like, you know, what? Why? What's? Why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. And um, you know, the answer—it's a unique question because all of a sudden I stood myself up with it. I said, "Well, I thought if I got famous, people would want to hear me speak." Mm-hmm. You know, and so then I thought, "Well, why are you taking the roundabout, long way to get there instead of just get on stage and do what you do?" And that's when I let go of the movie industry and my career went through the roof because I wasn't distracted or I didn't have dual focus. I had a singular focus on what I was doing. And the more that I do it every day, it gets, you know, reaffirmed that this is what I'm supposed to do. I, you know, I see changes in people that are so profound and wonderful that I'm honored to be a part of that journey. Um, and, and yet I'm always in awe of what a human being can do when they apply the right tools. Mm, that is brilliant. And it's, it's, you know, every one of us has one of those turning points or pivot points in life where we actually stop, press pause on the treadmill long enough to actually say, well, what is it I'm chasing? What am I looking for that's going to fulfill me? And I love asking that question because you've just defined it in such a great way. And, and as you said, you've been reaffirmed many, many times on your journey that this is the right path by hearing that beautiful feedback and knowing the people that you have changed their life. Uh, what's Something that makes you go weak at the knees. Oh, my partner. <laughs> She's the most beautiful woman I've ever met. Inside and out, um, <laughs> just rocks my world. And, um, you know, I'm in awe that she loves me at the level she does. And the other would be my son. I mean, I, mm. you know, I, I was, I, it took me 50 years to get ready to have children. My mom's dying words. <laughs> in Chicago was to have babies and made me promise. And literally it was her last words after Aww. I said, yes, I love you. She closed her eyes and was game over. Um, came home and two weeks later uh, got pregnant with my wife at the time. And, um, and my son, I, I'm just in awe of what parenting is all about. And hmm. fatherhood is by far the best chapter of my life. Uh, it, it's the most successful thing I'll, I've ever done or ever will do. Oh, that is beautiful. Oh, sorry, Karik. Someone's just coming into the studio. One second. Oh, Mr. Ashley, namaste. That is your good name, right? It is. Oh, my name is Rani Pataks. I just want to ask you a couple of questions. It's okay? That's great. Oh, first class, first class. I have a doubt. It means I want to ask you something. Have you ever been to India? I haven't yet. I love Indian food. Oh, really? You haven't been? Your photo look very familiar to me. I'm looking at Shah Desk. She has a picture of you. Very handsome, no? Oh, thank you. Because your photo look like somebody I met at the airport when I was younger, living in India. I'm a, a cleaner at the airport. And I think I'm the lady that found your wallet after I took it from your back pocket, of course, handed it back to you. That wasn't you? I don't think so. I've never been to India. Oh, maybe you have a twin out there somewhere, no? Yes, his name's Vin Diesel. 
<laughs> very, very good. You know, you look very like, much like my boyfriend when I was younger. You might know him. His name is Dev Kabir Arun Shivanch Abir Dash Pranav. But everybody, we just call him Bob. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> He's a very lovely man. Do one thing, Mr. Ashley. Tell me, when you met Anthony Robbins, was he taller than you? Yes, Tony's 6'7". Oh, 5'11". Very big man. You're speaking with him on the stage, on the platform? For five years, yes. Oh, how exciting. And tell me, are his hands really that big? Yes, it's like a giant bunch of bananas. Oh, my gosh. Where does he keep them? I don't really want to know that. <laughs> I don't think I want to go there either. Ache, namaste, Mr. Ashley. Thank you very much for your time. I have to go because Shad is looking very angry at me now that I'm hijacking her podcast show. Give me one minute. Okay. Sorry, Kurek, I've told Rani not to come in the studio when I'm recording. I hope she wasn't asking you anything too risky. No, it was all good. Oh, very good, very good. Uh, listen, Kurek, we would love to know, you know, everyone as we get older and we live a lot of life and, and experience a lot of things, sometimes we would love to be able to go back to our younger self and say something that we know would just make them feel a little bit more about peace, about their future. If you could go back and tell your younger self just one thing, what do you think it would be? Um, well, what I would say is is uh, live present, you know, live in the present, enjoy the right now and um, just have the faith. It's all going to turn out okay. Okay, excellent. And if you could sit on a park bench with someone that has passed away, who would it be and what would you ask them? Well, you know, I, I would love to uh, spend a few more moments with my father and I don't know if I'd ask him much. What I would more do is really acknowledge him for what an amazing father he's been and what he's taught me. Um, being a parent uh, after his passing, there's so much that I've realized how wonderful and amazing he was as a dad mm -hmm. and how much integrity he had and in, in installed in me that I don't, you know, I, I mean, I always try to show it to him, yet I think I, I could convey it to him at a much higher level just for, through my understanding of evolution in life. Mm. Um, that would be the, the one thing I, you know, my mom I got to, you know, uh, because mm -hmm. he lived many years past my father, but uh, my dad. Um, you know, things happen. Mm -hmm. and, and as we're wrapping up the show, tell us a little bit about the work that you do now. Like if people are listening going, I'm really getting connection to this guy, Kurek, you know, he, he's really speaking to me. How do they find out more? And tell us a little bit about what, what you're doing, what programs are out there, how do people connect with you? Sure. Well, the easiest, Char, is, uh, you know, if you just go to kurekashley.com, people can Register on the website for free content. There's a three uh, video series that's free, and you know it's all helpful. And you find out about the workshops we're doing and uh, seminars. I also have a thing called the Life Success Club, which is about teaching people how to have um, what I call your you know success habits or success muscles. You build them up. It's just because you know success really is a habit. It's what you do consistently that counts, not what you do once in a while. And so it's a very economical uh, way of me coaching people. You know, it's a real club, so we have interaction with the other members. I'm actually not just a founder. I'm actually a member. I use Life Success Club myself. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of get-togethers. 
Um, you, you can find out about all that and like on that. But the easiest way is really just go to the website curacashley.com and register because then you find out about everything else we're doing. And my book um, is being republished. It's a number one bestseller called How Would Love Respond? And I bought the rights back from the publishers this year. And so I started my own publishing company and uh, we'll be releasing the ebook version in about two weeks and then the hard copy will be out probably in about a month. Oh, brilliant. And it's been a number of years actually since I read your book and I must reread it again. So anyone listening, definitely get your hands on a copy of the book, either ebook or printed, uh, and, and check out Kurek Ashley's uh, website. We will be posting the details on our site so you can connect with him. And Kurek, just as we wrap up, you know, everyone has funny stories as they go through uh, their business journey, something that they've done, because, you know, a lot of people look at people on stages and authors and speakers like us, and, and especially you with amazing things that you've done. And they think that it's all right for us, you know, we never make mistakes and so on, which is so untrue. Tell us a funny story as we wrap up the show of something that just happened to you one day and uh, you just had to kind of go on with the show. Well, this is a number of years ago in the Hunter Valley. Uh, down in Australia here, and I was doing a corporate seminar for a company called Wizard Home Loans, mm. and uh, Mark, the owner of the company, was, uh, you know, this uh, managing director of the company was in the audience, and it's when Kerry Packer was still alive, actually, the richest man in Australia, and I started going on about, you know, look, I'm going to tell you the difference between success and not being successful, and I don't think Kerry Packer is very successful, and he's fat. <laughs> He's not in good health. He doesn't have very good friends. He's kind of a grumpy bloke, you know, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, uh, somebody came running to the stage with a note in her hands, and I, they said, read the note. And I said, I'm talking right now. I said, read the note now. <laughs> and I read the note, and it says, don't talk about Kerry Packer. He owns Wizard Home. Oh. <laughs> and so, and, and by the way, the note was from Mark. Oh, so, no. <laughs> So I said, look, um, I'm not trying to insult Kerry Packer. Right? I just found out he owned your company. People were like, yeah, you idiot, you should do your homework. <laughs> and, uh, and I said, look, I'm not trying to insult him. I said, if you want to learn wealth creation, well, that's the guy to learn from, you know, because that's what he's great at doing. But see, for most normal people, we look at people like Elvis and Michael Jackson and Kurt Cobain and River Phoenix and all these people who had the stuff, you know, Heath Ledger, mm -hmm. and, you know, had kind of miserable lives and died mm -hmm. tragically. Right? Mm -hmm. And so for a lot of people, they say, well, I'd rather stay poor and happy instead of rich and miserable. But see, the truth is that those things don't actually go together, that there's a lot of wealthy people who are very happy. It's just that you don't hear those stories mm -hmm. because there's no drama in hearing of a rock star who's clean and sober and faithful to his partner, you know, <laughs> who wants to hear that story? That's all right. So um, after the seminar was over, Mark came up to me and had some choice words for me. And then he said, you know what? Actually, the most courageous presenter I've ever seen in my life because what you said was true and my people needed to hear it because it was like this big pink elephant sitting in the middle of the room. That nobody <laughs> ever I said, you know, because what we can do from people is take the section of the person that we do like about them and model that and leave the rest and then for another area of your life model somebody else who has that piece but you don't have to take the totality of a person and if they're not you know perfect which by the way none of us are mm -hmm. then we go well I'm going to write off everything that they have to teach or that I can learn from them and um, uh, you know and anyways I put my shoe in my mouth but I, it, I <laughs> again I really wasn't insulting Mr. Packer it's just I just want to show people that just because you have money doesn't make you successful. Yes. 
Yes, very, very true. And I love the story. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners will uh, have some great comments on our Facebook page. Karik, thank you so much for giving up your time. I know you're about to head to the airport and uh, go and change some more lives. So we'll let you go. But thank you very much for being part of our show. And uh, I can't wait to get some feedback on this. I know that it's going to impact a lot of people's lives and continue doing what you're doing. And I hope to catch up with you again very soon. Anytime, sure. It's a pleasure to work with you and uh, lots of success to your program. Thank you, Keurig. Bye-bye. We know you will want to join in on the live conversation about today's incredible show. So come on over to our Facebook page, Why Woman Podcast Show, and let's chat. Listen to an episode you've missed by visiting shamore.com.au. Until next time, remember, find and live your why today. It's your life, your purpose.